Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Just about 12 minutes after 8 this Friday morning in Wisconsin's Morning News. Less than a year out now from the 2024 presidential elections. Of course, we're coming off an election day earlier this week. Wisconsin quiet, but many other battleground states had fall elections. Democrats celebrating this week. They like the signs. Scored victories in several states, including liberal wins in Ohio, where voters put abortion protections in their state constitution and legalized marijuana. What's it all mean? And can it truly be a predictor for outcomes in 2024? We're joined on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline this morning by Nathaniel Rakich. He is senior editor at 538, an aggregate for polling and data analysis, some of the best in the business. Nathaniel, appreciate you joining us in Milwaukee this morning, home, of course, of the 2024 Republican National Convention. Do you get up here for that or no? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. Well, we'd be glad to have Love you. to have you, man. Right. Wisconsin, a hotbed, of course, is a swing state. So let's talk about Tuesday, though. In addition to the races I mentioned in Battleground and heretofore conservative-leaning Ohio, what are other things that happened this week that's causing Democrats to feel optimistic about their chances? Yeah, I think, you know, the two other big wins for Democrats were in Virginia. They captured both chambers of the state legislature, uh, which will help to block uh, the Republican policies there, like a 15-week abortion ban. And then in Kentucky, uh, the Democratic governor, Andy Bashir won re-election uh, by an even bigger margin than he won last time, uh, despite obviously Kentucky being a red state on the presidential level. So we've been talking about this here in Wisconsin, of course. If there was any question, Nathaniel, as to whether abortion is still an issue that looms large, that question appears to have been answered again on Tuesday, that it does. So what's so fascinating to me is Republicans, conservatives, they battled for half a century to overturn Roe v. Wade, finally got what they fought so hard for, and now it's rendered, in many cases, Wisconsin is is a case study in it, many conservatives, like, unelectable. What's the right to do about this? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a great question. I mean, if you're just going from an election standpoint, like the smart thing, obviously, is to stop talking about it, is to moderate your position. It is not popular, these abortion bans. Um, but, uh, you know, that's also a very tricky position for them because they rely on the votes of, like, evangelical, pro-life evangelicals who for whom this is an important issue. Um, and they can't just kind of abandon those those voters in their base. So, you know, they're they're in a tricky position. But, of course, you know, they did get the policy win. You know, abortion is banned in several states that it wasn't banned in before. So I think a lot of them would still take that trade. Nathaniel, one of the big things uh, from the Ohio elections this week, uh, that referendum on legalizing marijuana, it's an issue that we've been talking about here in Wisconsin, it seems like for years and years, will we or won't we? It just seems to be stalling out here in our own state. Ohio traditionally kind of leans more right on those issues. What was the big difference with this election and how this referendum went through? Well, uh, yeah, I think the key thing is that it was a referendum, right, that it was something that was put on the ballot. It wasn't something that, uh, you know, the legislature, the Republican legislature, for example, wanted. Um, But uh, legal marijuana is quite popular uh, among members of both parties, at least among on the voter level. Right. Nationally, I think it has something like 67 percent, two thirds support. Um, A lot of Republican elites don't support it. But uh, voters tend to think, you know, hey, yeah, you know, what's the problem with with letting people smoke pot if they want to? Talking with Nathaniel Rakich, he's senior editor at 538. So 
let's look at the Democrats as much as they are celebrating this week. They have, as your polling suggests and all the analysis that you've all done, they've got a problem with their candidate who happens to be the sitting president who is unpopular even within the Democratic Party. How does this shake out moving into 2024 and as we start in terms of the, the caucuses and the primaries when they pick up early next year? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, Joe Biden is the sitting president and the sitting president has never lost in a primary. Like Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic nominee for president unless there's some, you know, like emergency, you know, health emergency or something like that. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I, I think it's going to come down. And then but then on the same token, right, it, it looks like Donald Trump is also going to be the Republican nominee. And obviously he's very unpopular as well. Um, so I think it's going to come down to, you know, who voters dislike less, who the lesser of two evils is. I think you may have touched on it, Nathaniel, but how does Biden's age factor? And we just recently had a Marquette law poll come out. And one of the reasons that people were hesitant to back Biden in the upcoming election is just the fact that he is up there in age. What role is this going to play, you think, as we look to 2024? Right, exactly. That's a concern for a lot of voters. Um, but the issue, again, is that how are they going to weigh that against the other concerns that they have, things like issues, you know, if they think, oh, Biden is too old and I'm nervous about that, but, you know, I'm pro-choice and protecting abortion is important to me, so I'll hold my nose and vote for him. Um, what the polling indicates is that basically the, the reason that people dislike Biden generally is that they think he's too old, they think he is incompetent, um, whereas the reason they dislike Trump is they think he is dangerous and authoritarian, uh, some of the things like, you know, his attempt to overturn the 2020 election. Um, and so it's going to come down to basically, again, which of those flaws people are more okay with accepting. You know, what I think is fascinating too, Nathaniel, is uh, probably the worst year for polling would be the 2016 election. Things have certainly... Uh, evened out since then the polls have been much more accurate but that one was like just an outlier of where the polls didn't necessarily leading up to the election accurately reflect how things would turn out for the most part where do you see a divide between the possibility in 2024 that there's a difference and i'm speaking now about former president trump who is polling way ahead of everybody else is there a difference perhaps between how someone might answer a pollster's question versus when they get in that voting booth actually pulling the lever for former president trump yeah, I think actually that might be the case more on Biden's side. So Trump supporters are, are very passionate about him, right? He obviously has a strong following and also, you know, a strong, uh, you know, anti-following people who, who strongly dislike him. Um, Biden supporters are a lot more tepid on him. So I think you see you've seen some polls showing uh, Trump ahead of Biden in the general election, not by that much. Um, you know, it's definitely a surmountable uh, margin for Biden. But I think that the issue is that some of those people might be, for example, young voters who are unhappy with his handling of the Israel war. It could be, um, you know, uh, voters of color who are unhappy with uh, the way that he, um, you know, has handled the economy or something. But like when, like you said, when they come, go to the voting booth and say, OK, when it comes down to it, you know, it's Biden versus Trump who am I going to pick? I don't think those people are going to choose Trump. So they could be kind of strategically withholding their support in polls as kind of a protest, but maybe in the end they vote for him. But also Biden can't count on that, right? He has work to do with those voters. Nathaniel Rakett, senior editor at 538. Appreciate it, Nathaniel. Come see us in Milwaukee. All right. Thanks.